This is the Angry Therapist Podcast. My name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist slash life coach, and I'm putting self-betterment into a shot glass, 10 minutes unpolished. Fear is the shadow cast by your own hand. So guys, we all have core fears, right? And of course, these fears come from our experiences. Um, We are not afraid when we are born, we do have a fear to protect us, right? We do have our fight or flight that comes standard with um, (laughs) us as human beings. But, you know, the fears that turn us, uh, turn our lives into prisons stem from our experiences as we're growing up. So as our hearts get shattered, as we get bullied, um, you know, as uh, things outside of our control happens, natural disasters, fires, um, car accidents, uh, death, right? All of this stuff injects fear into us until one day uh, we lived a very great out life because we are so afraid, right? But I do think that our fears, we make them to be a lot bigger than they actually are. Um, so I think it's time to turn the lights on, and this is me Trying to do that, <laughs> at least uh, maybe a flashlight. If it's not, if I'm not turning the club lights on for you, maybe it's a, a flashlight or you know a, a candle, maybe. But here it is. Um, think of your fear as dogs trying to protect us. You know this idea of friending your fears, because when we think about our fears, they are monsters. Uh, they are you know this big looming cloud that controls us you know this 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 big uh, uh land or this island that we are so afraid to go go on uh, go into exploring so one of the reasons is because we're announcing our fears right we're um instead of looking in exploring and leaning into them we are acknowledging them we are announcing them and when we, whenever we acknowledge and announce we are feeding them and whatever we feed grows and so our fears keep growing and i think like rumors fears can become exaggerated stories we tell ourselves um but the actual fear itself is not what we make it so it's like in high school when you hear a rumor about someone doing something or i don't know someone slept with someone or there was this there was this fight that happened after school, and of course, as you hear the rumors, it's like this giant event that happened. And you know, if you were to actually, if you were actually there, you'll see that it wasn't as as, as what people are making out making it out to be. And I think it's the same with our fears. You know, I think uh, because of shit that's happened to us, we create all these rumors in our head. Um, we start telling ourselves stories about what happened. Um, we start. Uh, replaying the past and you know I gotta say real quick just as a note when you replay something in your head it's usually an exaggerated version of what happened so here's a here's a great example if you go back to your childhood like literally go back to the place where you grew up or your high school or your junior high and you look at you know the um the time that this happened under the bleachers or you look at, uh, you know, the exact chair that you sat in in class, uh, you look at, you know, the uh, you go walking through your hallway or whatever of um, your old high school, you'll notice that it's much smaller, right? You'll notice that, you know, the uh, the place where you made out or you lost your virginity or whatever, and, and you actually, if you walk into that space as an adult, you'll see how tiny things are or you'll see the shift in perspective because you saw that when you were um, 
a kid or when you were 19 or 18 or, you know, 12 or whatever. And so you saw the world through a different lens. And so when you go and look at it as an adult, it's usually not as impressive. It's usually, you know, not as magical. It's usually, um, it's just everything is smaller. And this is because we exaggerate things in our head. And this is also, you know, uh, when you're going through an expired relationship, where uh, the reason why uh, a lot of times we end up going back or, or trying something for a, a second time is because we're playing the highlight reel. And the highlight reel we're playing feels like it really happened. It feels magical. It's bigger than it, and it, than it actually was. Um, and it's because whenever we play stuff back, we're always playing something that is more grand, right? We're playing the... Uh, we rarely play the documentary. We're always playing the uh, the studio film version of what happened. So let's go through some of our fears. Um, this may be a, a, a two or three um, episode podcast series because we had, do have a lot of fears, but I will tackle as much as I can in the next five minutes. Um, and these are tips. These are some challenges, maybe some ways for you guys to um, redefine your fears. Uh, so you could turn the light on and get rid of the uh, the shadow that is cast by your own hand. Okay. Or your own head, I guess, right? So fear of failure. This is a big one. Um, most people I know are f- afraid that they're going to fail. So I think first, let's... And when I say fear of failure, I'm talking about career. Um, because that's the big one, right? That's the one that everyone, when they're afraid, they're not going to be able to... Um, achieve what what they uh, are set out they're setting out to achieve so first uh, you know let's define success let's let's start with success for me success used to be the, the things that were outside of self right so like the car the the company the the house the beautiful wife the picket fence the deal the empire whatever right and and I listen I still want these things I'm an extremely ambitious guy uh, that has to do with my wiring and I like that and that's never going to stop but I do not define these things um, to be success anymore. I think they're a byproduct of success, not success itself. So today, my definition of success is a sense of purpose, which I've found after a decade of going through my own hero's journey and (laughs) working on myself and etc. Peace, which I have a lot more today than I've ever had before. Um, peace with myself, liking myself. I like myself much more today than I than I have before. Of course, I have insecurities like everyone else, but just generally speaking, and you know, part of it maybe has to do with age. I'm 44. I've <laughs> been with myself for a long time now, and uh, I'm finally I like myself. I'm okay with me. You know, um, authentic relationships, right? Friendships. Um, I used to when I was in the club scene back in the day, 2000, 2001. I knew a lot of people, knew like 3,000 people, had very little friends. And so today, I don't know a lot of people. Um, I have a handful of people that I'm, that I could call, you know, if I'm in a prison in Tijuana at 3 in the morning. So I have um, authentic, valuable friendships that matter. Um, you know, th- these are things that money can't buy. Uh, the ability to be present, right? That's a practice. I used to be very in my head, rarely uh, present, which of course affected all my relationships. My connection with my body, um, that started, you know, it started when I was 12 and I was breakdancing. Um, and then I had a disconnection with my body 
And then I reconnected later in life um, at about age 35 when I found CrossFit and fitness and uh, just just uh, approaching uh, my relationship with my body in a whole different way. Um, and also working on that daily. Uh, being in a higher state, so higher frequency, pulling from things like gratitude and love. This is an ability. I used to pull from um, negativity. <laughs> Being pessimistic, logic, um, you know, playing victim—all, all the negative uh, things that just keep you at a very low frequency, and also very alone because who wants to be with someone like that, right? So, or near someone like that. So, uh, I've worked hard on focusing on just you know being at a higher frequency, making a dent in the world. You know, I've definitely focused more on. So when I was screenwriting, it was all about me and I and what I want and you know how much money I can make and the all that stuff um, now it's more about um, trying to make a dent you know trying to make my impact on wellness and therapy and life coaching and just uh, self-betterment in general you know um, helping other people uh, success to me is being able to create uh, uh, express my creativity like what I'm doing right now in this moment, right? Like I don't have a giant team and a fancy podcast studio. I have a microphone and a computer and some ideas and that's okay. And I have that ability, like no one can take that away from me. Um, and so having that and having the balls to actually do it and put time into it, uh, that's success to me, right? Um, ultimately uh, living a meaningful life so whatever is meaningful to you guys for me um, some of the things that I just talked about that's what's meaningful to me and I built a meaningful life you know uh, it's not perfect of course I want things there's a lot of things I want you know um, but I've built a meaningful life and that to me is a success that's success and from here on out what that creates right whether it's the way I live or who I coach or how I coach or what I decide to express I think the byproduct of living in this state is going to produce the um, external what I what I used to define as success ex external things right so financial security uh, passive income companies equity uh, you know a house cars you know all that toys all that stuff right so that, you know, this idea of redefining um, success can dissolve your fear of failure, right? So let me get a little more simpler. Um, if you have freedom in your life and you're living a meaningful life, you are successful. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow in this world because we live in, uh, we live with ego and capitalism, right? Um, but if you, if you don't define success or redefine success, you will always be afraid of not having it because when you become quote unquote successful, that definition is going to change and you're always going to want more, bigger, better, etc. So success is, it's a scale, it's a sliding scale and it's due to, again, capitalism and ego and commercials and advertising and that's comparing ourselves. So nothing will ever be enough and then success becomes a trap. So just want to end this episode with challenging you to redefine what success looks like take the power back so you can turn the light on your giant monster which is fear of failing all right guys uh next uh the next episode i'm gonna talk about 
the other fears um, and give you some tips. A fear of love, um, fear of not having money, this idea of uh, being a uh, fear of being homeless. I've lived with that fear. Fear of death, um, fear of what other other people think of you, etc. So we're going to conquer some more um, giant fears that we live with that turn our lives into prisons. And again, um, if you enjoy this conversation, I try to keep it quick, roughly around 10 minutes in a shot glass. Subscribe, um, hit the rating thing. I don't know what they are, stars or whatever. Um, Give me a review. I Listen, I know that that takes time and it's annoying. Uh, most people don't, but uh, that would help me. You know, maybe you could give me a review and, and let me know um, how this is playing out and if you enjoy it or not. And uh, that's it. Hope you're doing well. Keep leaning forward. Thank you for listening. You can meet me on Instagram at The Angry Therapist or on Facebook, The Angry Therapist. Or come ride with us at shift.us. That's www.shft, no I, dot us. And find like-minded people who want to live better.